Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, a productivity podcast featuring myself, Scotty Jackson, and my lovely and fabulous super productive co-host, Rosemary Orchard. Hi, Rose. Hello. I don't feel super productive today, but I'm here um, and I'm very excited to be here because we always have fun recording. You don't have to feel it. Hmm. You just have to be it. It's interesting. (laughs) I frequently have days where I feel like I've been very unproductive, but then if you go back and review your day, then maybe I wasn't so bad. Uh, ease up on yourself and give yourself credit for all the all the great things that you do, right? Yeah, but I mean, that kind of leads us into today's topic, though, because, I mean, everybody, every one of us has days where we feel unproductive, but we also work with people who don't necessarily follow a particular productivity system. Well, that's right. And this is this is something that we've we've been talking a little bit about. And we got some great listener feedback, too, when we did our call out for uh, for feedback, which which we always love to hear, by the way, on the Twitter at Nested Folders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got asked a couple of times about how you work with people who don't necessarily uh, think very consciously or operate a productivity system or, or think about productivity in the same ways that we do. Not to say that they're not productive people, but oh, no. maybe they just don't have workflows or process uh, at the top of their minds. Or maybe they've never read Getting Things Done. Mm. dramatic music these people exist but they're still doing things they they still get their job done of course of course and i mean david allen says in the in the book that a lot of this is advanced common sense so some people are naturally very great at this uh but they don't necessarily use the same language or techniques or process about productivity or work a productivity system in the same way and so the question comes Well, for those of us who do, what is the best way to interoperate with those who don't or who might, but you don't know? Like you can't assume that someone is working a productivity system Mm -hmm. like you do. Yeah. And I mean, one of the things that we should also consider is that maybe these people do have productivity systems. They're just so good that we don't see them. That's right. And I mean, I, I don't necessarily, you know, make it public in my day to day. Hey, by the way, I'm recording this down in my, you know this list in in this system uh when i'm meeting with someone um so i don't know if they are or are not so um i guess the question here is about how how to remove layers of uncertainty where it comes to agreements or expectations Mm -hmm. and really work on that clarifying as you collaborate with other people and 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 maybe that's just as valid for people who work productivity systems too yeah uh, I, I definitely think that is. And, you know, one, one of the most difficult things about working with other people, regardless of productivity systems or lack thereof, is collaboration. You know, I need to do something, mm-hmm. you need to do something, I need to make sure my part's done before you can get started on your part, but you won't automatically know when my part is done. And what is the best way for me to communicate this to you? Is it via iMessage or Slack, or should I update a project management system or an Airtable? Or do I wander over to your desk and say, hey, Scotty, stop everything that you're doing right now and talk to me. I've done this thing. Bye bye. Um, you know, like, what's the best way to do it? Probably not the last one. Spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) Well, depending. Yeah. You make a really great point. One of, one of the best building blocks I have found in collaborating with others is making it super clear. Hey, here are the best ways to get a hold of me. So for, for me, for example, because I telecommute a lot, phoning me is one of the worst things that you can do because I will almost never be able to answer my phone. So, um, 
you know, whether that's, you know, these groups, you know, I Slack with and those groups, I might use iMessage and other groups might be, you know, Google Hangouts, having those sort of preset agreements explicitly stated and doesn't have to be like a formal document signed in triplicate notarized or anything, but just taking the time to think about, hey, I should let people know what the best way to get to me is. Yeah. And then reciprocally, I can say, what's the best way to get to you? And then we have an understanding of how we're going to share information. So we're set up, we're set up to do that. Yeah. I actually use text expander for this. Uh, so whenever I'm starting a new project, I'm working with new people. I, I use the text expander snippet and depending on how closely I'm going to be working with these people, it may or may not include my work mobile number. Um, and, um, it may say to use the ticket system to file requests, or it may say to email me personally. Um, and I've also recently added one as I have um, in the process of moving off of a project for queries regarding X, please don't forget to contact so-and-so who is in charge of this project. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I, I've made it a point to know that I need to know how I'm contactable and to m- make sure that I share this. Because if you don't know how to contact somebody, then you can't work with them um, and they can't work with you either. So nothing's going to happen. That's right. And then and then as you set up those channels or, 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 or best ways of... Th- of, of sharing information. The other thing that I have to think about super consciously is again, like let's not assume that everyone in the world has, has read, you know, a certain book or follows a certain system. So I have to be really conscious about my language. I can't Mm -hmm. use necessarily the word project or context or next action and expect that everyone in the universe is going to know what I mean by that. So I I guess kind of humanizing the language Mm -hmm. a little bit and thinking about, you know, in the, in the, in the context of that conversation, you know, maybe instead of the word project, I'm using the word commitment or agreement or outcome or whatever language I think we're both going to be able to wrap our heads around and that will mean the same thing to the both of us. So I'm very curious as to when next action wouldn't be the next action. I'm guessing for some people, maybe you would say, what is the next step that we need to complete? Um, Because action is perhaps not the word that they would understand. Uh, I think I'm, I think I'm more thinking about being super shorthanded about it. So if I say, what's the next action to a GTD person, someone else might get kind of caught off and being like, well, what do you mean? Like, what do you expect from me? What, 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 what are you, are you, are you coaching me now? Are you, are you, what sort of expectations are you setting in my mind? Like, so it, it, I mean, if, if done in too much of a shorthand, I think it could be interpreted oh, as almost like an attack. Yes. Like, what are you going to do? And that's something that we definitely need to be very careful about. Just because we don't see somebody else actively using a productivity system doesn't mean that we should assume that they're unproductive and inefficient. We should assume that they have a system in place and that they are doing their job. Um, but And we shouldn't make it seem like we're looking down on them for if we're not having all these systems in place. Um, you of know, course. Because... You never know what's going on under the surface, do you? you? You never do. And it's not like I am bad a thousand in terms of working my system either, right? I, no. I, I mean, that's that's why I have a weekly review. Um, see last episode. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm going to I'm gonna fall apart, oh, yeah. you know, gradually over a course of seven days. And then I have some time to clean myself up. Yes. Yeah. That, exactly the same. Like the the whole point of my systems are to make sure that... I'm on top of things um, so that also I can communicate with other people, whether that be 
that, um, you know, say somebody's promised something to me by Thursday and then on my Friday I, I do my, my work weekly review and, hey, uh, just FYI, you said you'd get this to me by Thursday. Um, is everything okay? Um, you know, following up on that because it's in my system and I can continue to use my system as it is without any changes um, from that side of things as long as I make sure that the, the parts of it that they see are user-friendly to them. Absolutely. And, and, and working that waiting for list where you're tracking things that you know are going to be valuable inputs to you. I think doing that consistently yes. demonstrates to others. Uh, I've never seen someone say, oh, well, I don't have to worry about tracking something because I know that Scotty's going to follow up on it. I think I think it inspires people around when you're working your system to the best of your ability uh, to also do that sort of thing because they have an awareness. Oh, you know, it's, Scotty's pretty good at like, you know, catching these things that I promised I would do. Uh, and so, you know, I'm, I'm going to work my system accordingly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that that's one of the things. I mean, I do see people at frequently in meetings, if they say one person is taking notes, then a lot of people won't take notes themselves, um, which I, I always feel is a bit of a mistake. Um, but if, if there are meeting notes, and uh, I have to admit, I always take my own meeting notes, whether or not there is an official note person for that meeting. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I, it, it's good to, to know all of the actions in there, not just the ones targeted at me, but the ones targeted at other people as well, so that I know, well, I'm supposed to get this done by, by Friday, but I need person A to deliver this and they can't do it until Wednesday. And knowing who is in charge of you know, that other part puts you in charge of your own destiny. Um, and that means that you can follow up with them and say, hey, is everything good? Were you on track for delivery on Wednesday? No? Okay, then I'll I'll go make sure people know that I can't deliver my part on Friday. Um, you know, and if, if you got that and you've got a way to communicate at the end of the meeting in a way that doesn't offend people because it's not, oh, I'm telling you to do this. It's a, hey, in the meeting, by the way, we talked about this, this and this, the agreements were so-and-so would do this by this date, per this person would do that by that date, etc., then I think that that comes across in a much more friendly manner um, and it integrates with whatever system anybody has um, from post-it notes on a wall, Outlook reminders, or full-blown OmniFocus setup, or just them in memory. And some people have Absol great memories. Absolutely. I know people at work who just keep track of everything in their heads. I don't know how they do it, but they don't seem to be letting things drop through the cracks, at least not noticeably. Um, and, it's infuriating. Uh, I can't, I can't I'm so keep jealous. anything in my head. I was saying to someone today that like, if I have a task on my mind and I think about it five times, my mind thinks that I have five things to do. So you can imagine how badly that spirals out of control. Oh, if yeah. In fact, I have six things to do. Uh, I overwhelm myself mentally. So I, I, I cannot rely on my mind. My mind is the worst. Yes. And I have to say, I always like looking at other people's systems because, as I mentioned, I work with some people who, what they do, they can keep everything in their heads. Um, some of them, to be fair, uh, have uh, short-term things that they need to keep track of. For example, when the phone rings, I have to answer the phone. And when a ticket comes in, I have to answer the ticket. And when a person <laughs> walks through the door, I have to talk to the person who walks through the door. There's not necessarily a huge amount of things to keep track of there because you're 
you're dealing with the things as they come up. Uh, whereas right. other colleagues of mine, they, they, they walk around and I've got several colleagues who use filofaxes. I love them. They're so lovely, really nice leathers. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of paper and pen. Um, and it's always fun peeking into their systems with their permission, of course, <laughs> never without, um, to, <laughs> to see how they're keeping track of things, you know, what are these people doing? And it's, it's always fun if people are willing to share. Um, and I try not to come across as a super weirdo when I, uh, when I ask questions, um, about these things is how they're keeping track of it. And I, I've come up with a lot of good ideas. One of my colleagues, um, has a really big calendar on the wall behind her and post-its. Um, and she just puts everything on a post-it and it goes on the calendar of when it needs to be done by. And she takes post-its off and she stacks them at the, the start of the month once it's done um, and so that she can keep track of everything she's done this month. What a neat system. I know. It the, works it, so well for her. tactile experience. Yeah. yeah. And that's just it. You have this satisfaction of you peel off the sticky note and you stick it and there's this pile and at some point it gets so big that it falls on the floor and she has to put it on her desk. Like that's so satisfying. Phenomenal. I know. And it's amazing to see what other people do because I realized when I saw this, I need a calendar on my wall. Where it, and I don't want to keep track of every task on my calendar. That I have way too many things uh, for that. I, I would have to use microscopic post-its um, and teeny tiny handwriting <laughs> if I wanted to be able to cram them all onto uh, the, the days where some of them are due. Um, but I, I've now got a big calendar on my wall with my deadlines on it and, and blocks for things like holidays and other things so that I can get that big picture overview because it's great. Not only that, but that's the kind of thing that you can super easily invite other people into because yeah. it is so on display. And because it's on display, you're probably going to be thoughtful about what things you put on there and what mm -hmm. things you don't. Yes. I remember that uh, for a period of time, uh, way back when I worked in an office, uh, we had these fuzzy walled cubicles uh, that were perfect for... Uh, using push pins and index cards. And so I had a, a Kanban system where I you know, push pin index card mm -hmm. and moved things around. So people could at a glance see where different projects were at. It was a great conversation starter if we weren't actively already working on things mm -hmm. um, together. Yes. Which is really cool. Um, and what I like about that system, which I'm now trying to integrate into my own systems, is that that, that publication, if as it were, of, hey, where is your stuff at with me? Um, because it's always nice if people don't have to ask you if they can just know. Um, and some of that I do through my weekly review of, hey, make sure that you follow up with so-and-so so that they know what status this is in. It's currently on hold because we're waiting for a software update. And to get the software update, we need to have a workshop. And we are talking to the company to arrange the workshop right now. You know, like making sure that my systems are set up so that other people are in the loop. Um, and to, to that end, you can also look at um, if there is an organizational wide system or team wide system where you can put these things, you know, making sure that you're an active user of it. Um, right. So, I mean, uh, it's, it's sometimes it's a little bit difficult, especially with something like, say, Jira, which I'm guessing a couple of our listeners will have heard of. It's designed for software mm. developers as a project management tool, uh, like a work package that you get assigned there. For us nerds, that's a project and it's got multiple steps. Um, but, you know, like when, when, you, when you're working on that project, going through and updating it on a regular basis, not just in your personal system, but in, in that public system so that other people know what's happening and they can see what you're doing um, and they can maybe get the idea 
of um, how they could use it as well, because you can you can demo these systems um, right. and everybody can learn from everybody else, which is great. So you're kind of pre-thinking about how you optimize your part in your system for sharing with others. Yeah. Because that provides a, a platform to be an example, as well as to teach and demonstrate. Yes, exactly. And also, it's a point where people can give you feedback as well. Um, so, you know, if you're if you're allowing people into your systems, then they can say, hey, I see you're doing this. Um, you know, have you, did you know that actually you can do this instead, which is maybe more efficient? Um, mm -hmm. And it, it's a, a great way to improve your own productivity. <laughs> I think... I think too the other thing that I have uh, tried to tried to get better at too, uh, as I want to humanize these kinds of experiences that much more and and ingratiate myself because sometimes you're collaborating with people that you've never worked with before, oh, yeah. or you need to accomplish something that is a priority for you and maybe not for the other person. Um, is doing a better job of tracking, not necessarily uh, work related tasks, but contextually personal related tasks. Mm -hmm. So if in a meeting, for example, someone, you know, happens to mention, you know, as we're getting ready for that meeting, oh, I'm having this really important conversation with so-and-so on Friday, I'm going to track that as a waiting for. And then maybe on Monday, I'm following up with that person to say, Hey, how did that conversation go? It sounded like it was going to be tricky. Or, uh, you know, I was thinking about that. And I think taking the time to do that to create those kind of tasks about not just the work that needs to be done, but the people with whom you're going to do that work really inspires thinking about, you know, better collaboration and, and a system of tracking information. Yes, definitely. So it's, you're, you're using uh, some of your tasks then almost like a personal uh, CRM, uh, context relations management system, I'm guessing. Um, and 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 I think that's a good thing, though. Of course, uh, one thing to be aware of: uh, if you uh, if you do this wrong, uh, from personal experience, you will you will look like a very odd weirdo who is slightly creepy. Um. Right? Yeah. Well, and, and there's 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 a context. Right? Oh yeah, like you, absolutely. You want to be? I mean, apply with care. I mean, yes. you, you, how did your you... daughter's dentist appointment go? Anyway, um, you know that's. <laughs> Maybe not the thing that you want to bring up before your annual That's evaluation, right. or maybe it is. It depends on the relationship, of course. Um, That's right. You want to look like you care, not that you spy. Oh, yes, exactly. Hey, uh, creeper. Yeah. Though, that said, using the context um, app on whatever device that you use to keep track of people's birthdays, so worth it. It's always good to be able to say happy mm. birthday to people. Um, and it's always good that you never forget because it's in your context app. And I recently discovered that Card Hop uh, on iOS shows confetti on a person's uh, contact on their birthday. That is super fun. I, I love those little bits of UI. And I think it, it, it's creating those kinds of confetti moments in real life yes. that I'm, that I'm talking about right yeah, now. Is how, exactly. how do you, how do you make someone feel uh, a little bit special because you're using a productivity system that can help guide you through that? Yeah. How do you create some of those moments that might help others, you know, subtly inspire them to, to do likewise and, and track those moments so that they can create confetti times for others too. Yes. And the other side of this is as well is, um, you know, sometimes we're, we, we end up being really caught up in these super productive systems and yet task, 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 check it off, check it off, check it off. Um, and we forget about the personal side of things and the fact that, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're not just 
we're not worker bees. We are people. Um, and we, we need these social interactions and integrating these social interactions into this um, is, is of course, a, a great idea, um, you know, to, to allow them to see that friendly side of us that we all have somewhere. For some people, you may think it's very deep down inside of you, but I assure you it's there. Um, and, and we can use that to improve our relationships, which improves our productivity, because what's the point in being productive if nobody's happy? That's exactly it. And, and I mean, you can be productive around the point of, well, we have to do this because it's got to be done. Yeah. Um, th that only goes so far. Yeah. And when you're looking to um, inspire others to uh, care about a shared responsibility or to care about something that you care about, then investing in some of the meta layers of, of, of the tasks with those personal uh, elements considered and built in is, is I think vital. Absolutely. I want to go back a bit actually to what you said about uh, meeting notes. And I, I, I really like that because I think there's uh, a couple of great tools that help mm -hmm. automate the setup of that. You know, the, the, the way shortcuts works now with, with so many things and apps like agenda that automatically tie, you know, notes into calendar events. I think that's a really uh, important point for people for taking your own notes during a meeting, even if there is a, a, a minute taker, yeah. because in that respect, you're uh, not relying on that. And I think that if you model that kind of behavior, then other people don't necessarily rely on that either, which is great. I think it's great for everybody to take their own notes and then to take the time to share that afterwards. And if there is a minute taker being able to say, Hey, uh, here is my perspective on some of the actions or agreements uh, that were made and it's maybe a little bit different from yours and you so you could do that you know mm -hmm. off to the side separately yeah you know prior to everything being shared or you could do that with the whole group depending on you know what the culture of that group is yeah. uh, but I really like the idea of um, everyone sharing their perspectives on you know what just happened because I mean I mean some meetings are wonderful well-run oiled machines and others you know are kind of like inspiration for everyone to have a little bit of PTSD moment afterwards <laughs> and have that one of those, what just happened kind of inward, inward, inward reflections. Yes. And so for everyone to be able to answer that a little bit in their own way, uh, can be a really powerful way to, you know, a share your perspective, B get other people's perspectives and C create this, uh, help build on this, this idea that we can all share that and that that's okay. Yes. What you're saying actually reminds me of something I read. Um, I'll see if I can find a link for the show notes, but I'm, I'm not sure I'll manage to, of um, a, a class of college students um, who collaboratively took notes. So they have one Google Doc and everybody was taking notes. And any time that somebody got stuck um, on, on a point and they didn't understand it, they could add a little comment to the doc saying, I, I'm not sure I get this. And other people would help improve it um, until everybody understood um, and I, and I thought that this was a wonderful idea. Um, and of course in, in the, in the workplace, it's a little more difficult, especially if there's an assigned note taker whose job it is to, mm -hmm. to note down things like this. Um, but, um, I, another thing I found is, uh, we have a, a wiki system at work. It's called Confluence where you can tag people and, uh, adding all of the tasks that we've, we've agreed on, um, and, 
uh, having the assigned person um, there is is great. It notifies people, and then and what I always do is I send these these notes out with a hi. This is my draft of the meeting notes. If you have any improvements or amendments that you would like to make, please go ahead. And of course, it's it's right. a wiki, so everything's tracked that everybody's changed, um, and we can see who changed it and when they changed it. Um, but it, it's really useful because then everybody is very much on the same page of yeah we've got all of this and we've got all of our meeting notes going back in one 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 archive um which helps everybody stay on the ball that's that's awesome because not not only are you creating uh, a practice Mm -hmm. about about sharing that information and capturing it but you're also doing a little inbuilt demo of hey maybe you folks could also employ this in a similar way in other meetings that are projects that you participate in. Yes. So you're, you're, you're setting the stage for others to adopt. Well, full disclosure, I actually stole this from, from a different meeting uh, where they do this. Um, and I thought it was a great idea. And so I've stolen it and I'm using it and it's, it's spreading slowly. Um, but for the, for the meetings where we need to keep track of things like that, it is spreading um, and it's working well. Um, and um, a, we are actually looking at getting an overall project management software where you can log all the tasks related to a project and meeting notes and everything in one place instead of having things scattered between different systems, which makes life a little difficult at the moment. Um, but I would imagine. But, well, that's great. And that's not stealing. I mean, that's just environmentally responsible idea management. Oh, yeah. Reusing and recycling. Well, we we have a title for the show. Environmentally responsible <laughs> idea management. That's right. Oh, my goodness. Do ideas have a carbon footprint? (laughs) No. Thank goodness. Too many great ideas out there. And thinking about having so many great ideas, I think, is a very positive note to end our show on today. Mm -hmm. So where can people find you on the internet, Scotty? People can find me on the internet at heyscottyj.com or by the same name on Twitter and Instagram. Where do people find you on the internet, Rose? I am uh, rosemaryorchard.com, rosemaryorchard on Twitter, and rosemary underscore orchard on Instagram. And then people can find us at nestedfolderspodcast.com and on Twitter at nestedfolders. And we love hearing from everybody. So please give us a tweet and let us know what you're thinking or what you might want us to talk about in future episodes or any other kind of feedback you might have. Yes, it has been great hearing from everybody. Thank you so much for the feedback. We are loving it. And uh, thank you also to everybody who's shared the show with somebody else. And uh, if you haven't shared the show, don't feel pressured. But uh, it's, it's been great hearing all of the wonderful things that people have been saying. Absolutely. So until next time. Bye for now, Rose. Goodbye.